Welcome to season two of The Retail Tea Break. My name is Melissa Moore, founder of The Retail Advisor. As a consultant, mentor, trainer and lecturer, I enable retailers and makers to reach their potential through sales growth and excellence in customer experience. I'm also your host of The Retail Tea Break. Each week, I'll be joined by industry experts, retailers and makers to decode the myths, share stories and their insights into this industry of ours. So if you enjoy listening to The Retail Tea Break, subscribe to the podcast and share it with others in the industry too. So sit back, grab that cup of tea and listen in. Welcome to The Retail Tea Break. Today's episode of The Retail Tea Break podcast is a little different. As someone that's worked in the retail industry for over 20 years and has been fortunate enough to build a successful career out of it, I wanted to hear a little more about what the next generation of retail looks like. Also, having just spent the last semester lecturing in retail, I really appreciate the value and the importance of education and what it brings to the industry. So, Oren Doherty from Retail Island Skillnet, welcome to the Retail Tea Break podcast. Hi, Melissa. Um, thank you for having me uh, on your on your excellent podcast really looking forward to speaking to you oh I'm I'm so looking forward to this as I say like education for me has always been important but the link between education and retail seems to be getting stronger and stronger so before we get into all of that in the age-old tradition of this podcast in the time that it takes to boil a kettle which I'm told is about two minutes tell us a little about you and your background thanks Melissa well I suppose my name is Oren Doherty I'm employed by Retail Learning and Skillnet as the Apprenticeship and Retail Supervision Manager. Um, I suppose I've been employed in education and training now for over 20 years. I started lecturing in Galway, but like yourself, started lecturing in Galway 2003. I had three great years in Galway, lecturing, marketing, advertising, and, and public relations. Uh, then in 2006, I joined Laird Kenny Institute of Technology, or LYIT, where I was employed as the, the Recognition of Prior Learning and Work-Based Learning Coordinator from 2006 to about 2016, I think. And that job mainly involved working closely with industry and designing training and education programs for those in employment. And I suppose that's where I really got started uh, engaging in the retail sector. I was heavily involved in the design and delivery of a very innovative degree in retail management practice. Um, you know, that involves significant engagement with the leading retail organizations in Ireland and really enjoyed that role. There was a great appetite amongst retailers for training and education and they really got behind that degree program. Stayed in the LYT to about 2016 and then I began working with the Department of Education and Skills as the Regional Skills Manager for the Northwest of Ireland and again that job mainly involved promoting collaboration between industry uh, and education providers. Then in 2019, I began working full-time with IBEC and Retail Ireland Skillnet as the manager for the Apprenticeship and Retail Supervision Programme, and I've been here since, and I must say I really enjoy the role. Very lucky to work in such a, a great team of colleagues in Retail Ireland Skillnet. We get on really well together, and, and work is very enjoyable. Oh, you, you have a great team there. I know I've spoken and met, and met some of them over the years. So look, for any listeners that maybe don't know, explain a little bit about what Retail Ireland Skillnet is and what you do. Very good, Melissa. Um, so I suppose Retail Ireland Skillnet, it's like a college. Uh, we specialise in providing training and education to the Irish retail sector. We've been in existence now for just over 20 years. We're funded by the National Training Fund and we provide highly subsidised training to both retail employers and retail employees. 
I suppose the vast majority of Ireland's leading retail organisations will engage with us for, for training and education. We engage with all types of retailers, grocery, fashion, pharmacy, fuel, um, food, DIY, you name it. We deal with the very large multinational retailers right down to the very small independent store. Um, we have quite a number of training programs on offer. Um, hopefully the two we talk about a bit later on are our apprenticeship in retail supervision and our degree in retail management practice. It sounds like an unbelievable resource. As you say, you cover all aspects of retail, all the different categories, everyone from the big, as you say, multinationals, those that have multi-sites all over the country to the tiny little ones on your main streets. It's, it is, it's just an incredible resource that again, I think some retailers don't necessarily realize is out there or that they can use it. Um, but tell me specifically about the two courses you mentioned. So there's the apprenticeship in retail supervision, and then there's a degree in retail management practice. Tell us a little bit more about them. Very good, Melissa. I suppose if I um, first of all mention the, the apprenticeship in retail supervision, that's a fairly new program. Um, we started delivering that in 2019. Again, it targets existing retail employees identified by their employer as future managers. Uh, they continue to work full time and they attend college 24 days per year for two years. Wow. Uh, and, they, you know, they, they can do it in either Dublin, Galway or Cork, depending which stores closest to them. And in fact, this year, we're hoping to bring on almost 200 new um, apprentices. So 200 people from probably 60 different retail organizations from every county in Ireland. So really excited about that. Um, that's that's amazing. So just to recap there, you can work and study on the apprenticeship. It is. It's a really earn and learn approach to, to education, I suppose. And, and, you know, mm, and, and no the good thing about it as well, Melissa, I remember when I was in college, I, I built up quite a bit of debt when I was studying. But these days <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. these programs are, you know, they're subsidized. There's no registration fee. So the people on the course, they're, you know, they're getting this excellent training. They're working full time. They're getting a wage and, and even better, their employer have no fees to pay. And in actual fact, for the apprenticeship program, the government has given grants of four thousand euro to employers to put people on this program. So it's making it really, really attractive and it's not too disruptive to the shop floor. It's extremely practical. It's designed for retailers and by retailers. That's that's unbelievable. And again, I think I'm so shocked. I, you know, I'm from old school retail where you kind of just learn from the guys around you on the shop floor and you might have then progressed because you were in the right place at the right time. But actually, this sounds like an incredible course that if you are in embedded with the retailer that you're in you're loving what you do you haven't got time then all the finance to go and and self kind of fund any sort of extra education to help you climb the ladder this kind of does it for you ah oh, it is um we would see a lot of a lot of people who've maybe been out of education for a long time and maybe they thought their education days were behind them They're, they like retail they want to work in retail they want to progress in retail and then i suppose they came across these courses like the apprenticeship and like the degree that does allow them to, to work full time, have a life, but at the same time get a you know get a good qualification and also to enjoy the social aspect of going to college. You know, the, as I say, they go to Galway or Cork or, or Galway and you know, Dublin, sorry, Dublin, Galway or Cork and whatever location is closest to them. And you know, they get to meet people from other stores. You know, they go down there to study. They hope they do socialize and enjoy the student life a little bit as well. That's important. But they're acquiring great skills, great news. Um, knowledge great skills and, and great competencies that'll help them in their in their journey and career in retail 
And actually, that's a really lovely thing you said there. Look, we all know how small Ireland is in that respect. And the networking aspect I hadn't even thought of until you mentioned it. But actually meeting like minded retailers from very different avenues, very different categories is fascinating because you kind of never know when they're going to come in useful in years to come. Uh, there's a great there's a great learning environment. You know, as I say, you have people from the largest fashion stores to the smallest independent grocery store, you know, from the largest DIY down to the the really small, maybe more rural, if you like, um, store. So great dynamic, um, great learning environment there. So much energy in the room. It's, it's getting, you see people making new friends, making up ideas that worked in another environment that might work in your store. But it really is, it does make for a great learning environment where they learn so much from each other. Um, they really do learn. I know you've excellent lectures in to, I suppose, direct those conversations. What, what sort of uh, subjects or modules are those lecturers delivering on? Very good. So I suppose in year one, um, they would do modules like uh, retail customer experience, retail selling, legal issues, retail IT, um, retail supervision one. Um, then in year two, then they start off year two with selecting two modules from the likes of pharmacy, uh, merchandising, um, food safety, retail security, and they do omnichannel marketing, they do finance, they do another retail supervision module and finish off the course with a module called Capstone, which is like a mini study on some aspect of retail that interests the apprentice and their store. So it could be doing a, a 4,000 word study on you know, some new technology that their store could consider purchasing or some merchandising idea or some new security initiative. So really something that's of interest to both the learner and obviously to the employer. But you know, they tend to really love that module. It's about showing all the great skills they have acquired up to that up to that point, I suppose, and, and, and putting together a report full of practical recommendations for their employer to consider. That's, that's incredible. So not only are you learning such a broad spectrum, again, I'm kind of sitting there quite jealous. I wish there'd been something like that in my <laughs> day, because well. it sounds like you're really kind of pinpointing those key aspects to grow your career. But also you're probably learning about aspects, maybe like security, that you've probably never delved into before yourself in your retail career. But it's opening that door and it's probably giving you an insight into something that you might never have thought that you'd enjoy. But then that capstone kind of finishing project just sounds incredible. Like what a great way for you to show off and utilize the skills you've learned, you know, how good you are in your retail setting, but also bring such value to your employer. Definitely. It's something we try to do in all the, in all the subjects, uh, Melissa. What we try to do is we don't rely too much on exams or traditional case studies. What, what we see is these people are on full-time employment and their workplace needs to become the assignment. So yeah. when they're doing a module, for example, if they were doing the selling module, their assignment would be to look at new selling initiatives that their organization could consider. So they come up with practical ideas, discuss it with their mentor. We give them access to a really good library where they can look for maybe some further ideas. And hopefully they're bringing improvements back to the shop floor and showcasing their, their, their great talent and their great knowledge that they acquired from the program to their bosses, to their companies and so on. So I suppose that practical nature of the program it makes it very appealing to both the employer and to the employee in the program. Certainly does. It seems like a win-win situation for both for both parties in that respect. So that's the apprenticeship in retail supervision. The other thing you mentioned there, and I have it written down, degree in retail management mm -hmm. practice. So that must be slightly different. It's slightly different. Um, one thing I should say to start off with is when the when the guys finish the apprenticeship program, a lot of them will, you know, 
gain a great qualification, a level six qualification in, in retail supervision. But some of those will want to continue on with their studies and they can continue ah. into year two of the degree. So for the further two years after the apprenticeship program, if they spent those two years joining the degree program, they'd also have a degree program. So there's a great transition from the apprenticeship to the degree. God, that's incredible. Um, it is. And I suppose the obvious question, what's the difference between the yeah. apprenticeship and the degree? Um, Melissa, the apprenticeship is targeting those at supervisory level, whereas the degree is targeting those maybe at a more management level, that level above supervisory, if you like. Okay. Um, again, a little bit like the apprenticeship in many ways, and that, again, it's, it's delivered this time over about 19 days per year for three years the degree program so some people will join year one of the degree they won't have come through the apprenticeship route they just want to go straight on to the degree um and as i say they'll attend college 19 days per year uh, 12 in the physical classroom in dublin and then the other seven delivered live online the degree is only delivered in dublin um we have 60 places available every year it's probably ireland's leading degree retail degree program for the last 10 years we've the vast majority of ireland's leading retail organizations would um, put aspiring or existing retail managers on this program. And again, they continue to work full time and they come to college two to three days a month uh, for the three years. That's incredible. And actually, I, you know, I know some over the last few years who've been lucky enough to study it. And again, it gives them this incredible confidence. You know, as you said, they were probably a little bit further on in their career because they got into management in some respects, but junior management. And I, this change I've seen in people that have come through that program, that they literally explode onto the scene. And it's almost like there's just no stopping them once they graduated, because they really do have this confidence and also this knowledge base and this network that we've just talked about to, to do anything. Like it genuinely feels like you're, you're nurturing the future of retailing in this country. Oh, you, you hit the nail on the head there, Melissa. I think the one word I would use would be would be confidence as well. Yeah. I would just see people at the start of their journey, and yeah, they're obviously very competent people. They've been identified for by the by their employer for the program, so obviously there's something about them. But the transformation over the three years of that degree program, um, especially in their confidence levels, is, is remarkable. You know, people now they have a degree under their belt. It just gives them that confidence, and I suppose you know they're more competent as well. But they're just more willing to try more risks, try things out, take things, take extra responsibility on. And from an employer's perspective, it's a dream. Um, you're probably getting to keep your best employees for the duration of that program. Ah, so it's a okay. really, really, if, if I'm asking employers, you know, the big benefit of the program, it's all it's all around talent. It's, it's helping a talent attraction, talent retention and, and talent development. And they're the big challenges, not just in retail at the minute, but pretty much across all sectors. But now we've got it. Now we have it long last uh, an affordable degree program for the Irish retail sector. Uh, again, the apprenticeship's free, the degree is about 70% funded. It costs about 13.50 per year for three years. Um, and that can be paid by either the employer or the employee, but again, very, very, very reasonable compared to other degree programs when you when you compare the two. Absolutely. It, it really is. It does seem like a, a just a just a win-win. Again, it's the same phrase I'm using because there doesn't seem to be a downfall. And it kind of started to lead me to think, and I was reminded about this the other day, that retail's always just been seen as this kind of stopgap. You know, you everyone's done the Saturday job in retail while they're at university or at college in those very early years. And then some people say, oh, I'll just I'll just I'll just work in retail as a stopgap to to fill time between jobs. And 
that almost seems to be the perception that retail is just something to fill a gap or to do right now. But from what you're saying, retail really needs to be seen as this long-term career. It's something you can go in, do the apprenticeship if you're enjoying it, start to climb the ladder, get the degree under your belt, and then literally the world's your oyster. It, it seems like you're really driving this, this vision that this is a career, this industry has incredible careers, you know, come and join us. Definitely, Melissa. Um, retail is changing so much in the last few years. You know, it's becoming more knowledge intensive. Consumers are becoming more sophisticated. Technology is disrupting the sector. Then you throw in supply chain issues, you throw in COVID, throw in Brexit. You can see that it is becoming a knowledge intensive sector. But, you know, the benefits of all that is it's opened up a lot of new careers and occupations within the retail sector. If we look at if we look at a number of the large vacancies in the sector at the minute, it's probably in areas like e-commerce, merchandising, data analysts, social, social marketers, visual merchandisers, all these new exciting roles. But all these new exciting roles, I suppose, they need people with qualifications, they need people that have gone through training and education now more so than ever before. You know, we're getting similar to some of the more tech-like sectors. You know, if you look at a lot of those technologies impacting retail, we probably would have associated those technologies with manufacturing in the past you know if we look at you know um artificial intelligence virtual reality you know blockchain all of those technologies are are as disruptive to retail as any other sector so actually from what you're saying we really should as well as fintech or any of these fancy tech you know everyone's talking about the metaverse now we need to be attracting talent too to this industry because otherwise it, it seems like we're just going to get left behind if we do what we always did or we we don't educate or we don't invest it's going to fall flat on its face and that's not just about e-commerce and being online that's actually our physical store down on our main street that actually we kind of need to just get with the times yeah, there's no doubt about it, Melissa. The, the companies, the retail companies that are going to do best in the future are the ones that have invested in training, upskilling, talent and um, development and so on. It's just becoming so knowledge intensive, more so now than ever before. And it's so much reliant on talent. But to get talent and to keep talent, you do need to offer people training and education opportunities. To me, it's probably the single most important indicator of how you attract staff and how you keep staff as what opportunities you're making available to your staff in relation to training and education. And that's really interesting because this is something I definitely wanted to talk to you about. Look, from, from a consumer's perspective, and we're recording this today and there's all sorts going on out in Dublin Airport there. There's issues in, in that industry. There's issues in hospitality, tourism around the country right now. From a consumer perspective, I suppose the grumblings I'm hearing is, look, there's no staff on the floor. There's very few staff to serve me, to talk to me. Can't get hold of anyone or at least there's no staff with that knowledge. You know, in the old days, everyone would have been highly knowledgeable. Do you think the offer of this education, of this piece of long-term investment in people is a way of attracting kind of the talent? Because do you know what? If the pay is the same across the board or if the holidays are all four or six weeks, how are the good retailers attracting people to get them through the door? Very good question, Melissa. Um, when we talk to the to our retailers and you know we find out the main reasons the main motives for for engaging in either the apprenticeship or the degree program it comes down to those two two words it's either talent attraction yeah. or talent retention the companies are saying that we we need talent we need the best talent but to get the best talent we need to be able to offer something in addition to the wage and the conditions of yeah. work we need to be able to offer them you know a career 
But to get a career, there needs to be training and development opportunities. There need to be accredited training programs. Um, that's what people want. The people want to work in organizations where there is opportunities for them you know, to build up their CV, to build up the qualifications. And retail is no different from any other sector. Other sectors have had that maybe for 20 or 30 years. We're catching up a little bit in retail. But now more than ever before, you know, you have apprenticeship programs, you have degree programs, you have all these other shorter programs. There's, there's no excuse, I suppose, for retailers not investing in training education because the training there is, can be delivered in a flexible way. It's extremely well subsidized at the minute. And I know some retailers will say, look, we don't have the time to, to release staff. It, it's only going to get worse, I suppose, if you don't start offering these training and education programs because more and more of the employees are going to actually leave the sector. Absolutely. And I think we we, st- we saw that trickle during COVID, of course, because we were closed. But as you say, there's no excuse anymore. It's funded. There are people, you know, as you said, or it's partially funded. There's such an incredible resource that you have there, whether it's coming to you for a chat about what, what you might be able to offer a retailer or what you can do for the employees. What's been the feedback like, um, I suppose, from both the employer and the employee over the last few years for the courses that you've run? Yeah, we would run, um, sorry, we would conduct impact studies at the end of the year for, for both the apprenticeship and both the degree to find out, you know, what's working, why is it working, what's the main motives from employers and learners on these programs. And I suppose the general feedback from employers in particular in relation to both the apprenticeship and the degree program is that, um, you know, it really does develop the skills that they need now in the modern retail environment. Again, confidence is coming up all the time when we ask the employers, what's the big motive um, you know, they see a huge change in confidence and with confidence then comes competence and bringing back, bringing back ideas to the shop floor that leads to improvements. We mentioned earlier on talent and again, talent definitely comes up a lot in impact studies, both talent retention and, and talent reta- attraction as motives for, um, for employers putting people on our programs. But I think the proof's in the pudding. The employers we engage with, they always come back the next year looking for more places and they wouldn't ah. be doing that unless it works. So there's a great retention rate within retail learning scaling for employers returning, looking for more training. That's fascinating. And that almost is that light bulb moment that they're obviously happy that the investment they're making, and I don't necessarily mean financially, but for the very fact they're allowing their staff members away to college in that respect, they're obviously seeing huge benefits, whether that's financially because sales are growing, or as you say, I'm sure even their internal level of service, the engagement internally, I can just imagine, and I've met some of the guys that have been on the programs, that they're so fired up that I'm sure that really leads to great morale as well within these, you know, in, in within these retailers. Oh, you're definitely right, Melissa. We hear a lot of employers saying, you know, these programs bring a great energy to the store, not just the person doing the program, but the people, the colleagues of, of those people on lucky enough to be chosen for the courses. They're hearing the benefits of you know, different techniques in marketing, of selling, of customer experience, or technologies, merchandising, security, and so on. So, because it's a work-based program, you know, all the learning from the classroom needs to be brought back into the store. So it's not just the actual learning that's benefit from the program, but it's the learners' colleagues because they're seeing great ideas being put into practice, and often that gives their colleagues an appetite to maybe apply for the program the following year. But I would say, yeah, it definitely does bring an energy to the store. It brings new ideas to the store. And, and all of that leads to improvements and everything from sales to customer service and, and you name it. And therefore you have retention. So this really sounds like it's the it's the key here. You're investing in your people. You're investing in their futures. They're helping keep this happy workplace. And I'm sure at the end of the day, the customer's happy. Have you got any facts, figures, or even any feedback on how the customer really has, has engaged with people that have been on these courses? 
Yeah, well, I think we do. Um, because one of the modules we would do in the program, both programs, both the degree and the apprenticeship, is, is retail customer experience. And I suppose what we do is we get the learners on both those programs to carry out some surveys in their own store in relation to customer service. And you can definitely see an improvement um, in the level of service that customers are got as a result, often from ideas brought back from the degree learners or the apprenticeship learners. Um, so to, to do their assignments, they have to actually try these ideas out in the shop floor. They're not just writing about them, they're implementing them and then reflecting on how those ideas went. But as I say, in the, in the areas like selling and customer experience and marketing and so on, we would see huge, um, we would see vast improvements uh, in, in various different aspects of retail as a result of, of, of learner effort. That's incredible. And again, so it, it seems like you've got the employer who's happy and is winning here. The employee obviously is being nurtured and they're being educated and they're learning and putting it into practice, whether they're doing the apprenticeship or the degree program. And then the customer's happy. Like it, there doesn't seem to be any kind of downfall here. It just seems to be the biggest thing is you need to do it. You need to ring up or email. You need to find out the information and then you just need to go for it. That, that's it. I think the challenge, and it's a very, I suppose, you have to respect the challenge. The challenge for employers and, and probably employees is time. You yeah. know, can we afford this time? My argument would be you probably can't afford not to give it the time yeah. in the long term. You know, the more long term, I suppose, view of retail is you have to invest in skills, you have to keep your best people, you have to attract the best people. And I think training and education is probably the best, the best vehicle for that for doing that. That's incredible. And I can't let you go without asking. I know there are other courses that you do. So as you say, if if companies out there need other sorts of training, so we've got the key ones here, as we've said, the apprenticeship in retail supervision, the degree in retail management practice, but you deliver or you can deliver and you have done throughout the year, shorter courses, smaller courses in, in different areas. We do indeed, Melissa, you know, the apprenticeship and degree might be for every, every employee or every employer. Sometimes maybe want a more shorter, more focused type of training. Um, but definitely take a look on our website, retailearningskillnet.com, and you'll see we have quite a number of short, maybe one to two day courses in areas like Canva, which is for graphic design to create content for social media. We have a one day course in customer service and the experience economy. We have other one day courses in retail security, a two day course in retail supervision. And then we have a really good uh, program in transformational leadership, which consists of, I think, eight 60 to 90 minute workshops and looks at areas such as self-awareness, motivation, coaching, problem solving and so on. But these courses can be delivered at a time that suits the employer, at a location that suits the employer. So we're, we are quite flexible. You know, we work around the employer's needs as opposed to our own needs. And we know we have different provisions for different employers, depending on what they prefer. Fantastic. So it really sounds like, look, if you haven't ever come across Retail Island Skillnet before, or you didn't realise that so much of this educational piece was funded, to, to give you guys a call or to certainly look up the website, because it sounds like there is something for absolutely everyone. Yes, if you as an employee or an employer want to have the long the apprenticeship or the degree program but even if it's a short course you know there's fantastic opportunities there to to upskill your team which as you've said and I think is so important in this day and age retention retention is everything because if you're investing in your people they stay with you and they are happy in the workplace which of course makes your customer happy definitely that's I think that's that sums it up quite quite well Melissa you know there's something for everybody there like we have a We've had people who started off maybe in a one-day course, they've gone and then done maybe this apprenticeship, but now they've progressed on to the 
onto the degree mm. and they've aspirations maybe to do a master's down the road and that's what you want to see people taking that full journey with ourselves and showing a bit of trust in us that they, they, they see us as our preferred as their preferred training partner if you like I love it because for me again look haven't been in like yourself been around the industry for so long I've been in this industry over 20 years it's great and it's actually so exciting to see the future those coming up and kind of chomping at my heels behind me are even stronger and they're so confident and there's so much exciting kind of work for them to be doing in the future of the industry to grow it but also to maintain it I think that's the scary thing coming out of COVID is that this industry needs to be nurtured and as you say we now have the educational piece to make it happen. Mm, that's it. we're trying to make we're trying to make retail a viable career we're trying to change it from a job and shop to career in retail we noticed there's so many opportunities happening in retail, all these new roles coming out. So we're going to service that and address that and make it easy for people to move into those, move into those roles. And I suppose it's about giving employers an opportunity to realise the, their potential by upskilling all their staff and hopefully um, leading to improvements on the shop floor, if you like. I love that. It's brilliant. So look, if someone listening in this episode now, I suppose, is is super interested. I mean, it sounds brilliant to have this apprenticeship where they're they're practically, you know, working in the shop and learning at the same time or the degree in retail management practice for any kind of aspiring management retailers out there. What's the next step? How do they find out more? I think the best the best thing would be to get in contact with us. You know, you can Go on our website, you'll see our contact details there. We'd be delighted to speak to any retail employer. We can do information sessions on the degree, on the apprenticeship. We can give you a, a more generic kind of presentation on all our, on all our offerings. But, you know, we, we're so um, delighted to get any retailer employer contact us. That's what we're there for. We're there to service the retail sector. And the more retail employers, it doesn't matter what sizes are, you know, it encourages to get in touch with us, you know, explore the possibility of offering, you know, training and education courses to your, to your employees. And as I said, we'd be more than delighted to, to speak to any retailer at all. How incredible. Give us that uh, website address once more, Oren. Yeah, so the website is www.retailirelandskillnet.com. Fantastic. And I'll share that out on my socials when this episode goes out, and I'll share it in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm quite buzzed up. It's quite exciting to see all these new retailers coming out through the industry with so much more knowledge than I had at that time. So I really, really appreciate you joining me today, Oren. And look, if you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, please, please, it's a really important one to like and to share and to pass on to any friends you might have within the industry, to any inspiring future retailers out there, share this message. It'll be an incredible incredible opportunity to get to get your your employees even your friends your family either onto the apprenticeship in retail supervision program or the degree in retail management practice program so Oren Doherty from Retail Island Skillnet thank you so much for joining me today. Melissa thanks very much it was a pleasure thank you now. Thank you.